Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you serious? What's going on? Welcome to How to Kill an Hour with me, Nick Bright. My name is Marcus Bronzy. How you doing, man? Mm, not too bad. Well, uh, I say that, but this is uh, it's exciting because this is part two. We're doing a two-parter. Yes, Ooh. yes, yes. If you haven't listened to Xbox Underground Part 1, please go back and listen to that before you listen to this episode because even with the recap, it's not going to really make sense. But for those of you who've listened to the first episode, here is our recap. In the first episode, we met David Pecora and he and his hacker mate, Von Cleave, who sound, well, they sound like two detectives, don't they? Yeah, Von Cleave and Pecora. Gigging ass. They used cracked Xbox 360s and were making up to 10k a day selling hacks as Cash teenagers. Money. That's big though. And in a once in a lifetime opportunity, another friend called Dylan Wheeler and his mate Game Freak got their hands on the password and login from somebody in the IT department of Epic Games, the guys that are behind Fortnite and other big games. With the help of a gentleman called Sonic who could access the Epic network without being traced, they stole unreleased Gears of War games, which they said was an early build. And at the time, they, if I'm honest, they said it wasn't that good. But I mean, what do you expect when you nick an unfinished game? That's like an ungrateful very ungrateful thing to say to steal something and be ungrateful. You imagine two like robbers breaking into a house, being ungrateful. Basically, they 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 break in and they're like, "Damn, so there's shit in here, right?" Yeah. I mean, this this whole place is decked out with with furniture from IKEA. I was expecting John Lewis. Yeah, man. Look at this flat pack shit. You know, let me have a look in their fridge. I'm hungry, man. This is rubbing is hungry work. Oh shit. Oh, is that God? Is that is that? Is that Lidl Cola? Oh, what? what is this place? Oh, God, it's Roller Cola, man. Stop. Oh, God. Marcus, look at, look, at, look, at, look at the TV. Oh, it's oh, only 40 inches. Oh, my God. No, oh, God. Come here, look at the back of it. It's, uh, it's not an HDMI. It's a, it's a scart bead. Oh, we've got to get out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. Oh, no. So... They were very ungrateful uh, playing a a unfinished game by saying it was crap, but whatever. Anyway, all was cool with them until they decided to share the game with Justin May because a few days after they shared the game with Justin May, yeah, May, May it ended up on the internet and people could download it publicly. And that meant that the FBI got involved because there was a stolen game floating around and... Because they couldn't really work out how the hack happened, the investigation seemed to fizzle out. So this is where the story should have ended. This is where everyone should have called it quits and got on with their lives. But instead, well, you're listening to part two of this story. Pecora stayed on the same trajectory, nicking bits of uncompleted games. I mean, they even got into 
Activision games and got an unreleased version of Call of Duty. And they claimed at the time it wasn't for money. Bakura was just in it for sheer curiosity. But for whatever reason, this is where things get extra sticky. Remember that guy, James May, that I keep mentioning? You mean Justin May? Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, cock. You said this to me at the start of the first episode, and now I've written James May in the script. Remember the guy, Justin May? Yeah. Why? Yeah. He's the guy that got the game, and remember, after he got it, all of a sudden it leaked on the internet. He's getting a few side eyes, I feel, at this time. Well, in 2010, he was at a gaming conference convention called PAX Gaming in Boston. Now, PAX is a convention where developers show off new games. Not IKEA wardrobes <laughs> share the same name. Yeah, man, I can't wait to go to the three o'clock announcement. There's going to be a new PAX storage box. Oh, my God. New PAX. Nick, is that in that bag of a jingling bag of metal? Is that what I think? Oh, my God. No. You guessed right. Every size of Allen key you could imagine. I need to go and... Flat my pack in the um in the bathroom. So in 2010 at the PAX Gaming Convention, May turned up and he saw a booth for a developer called Atomic Games. Now he also saw in the same booth an unattended computer with a demo version of a game called Breach. All you need to know really is there was a lot of hype around this game. May could have walked away. May could have had a little go. Or he could have done this. He tried to sneak up and plug in his own drive and download the code directly from the back of the computer. Not Alan Key. That was at the, the Flatpak convention earlier. I've come to a different place. My USB key is what I meant. Uh, um, um, excuse me, are you, um... <laughs> what, 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 what? Are you, uh... What, what, what are you doing there, sir? Uh, just um, admiring the back of this uh, lovely console. Um, okay, you know the demo of the games around the front, right? You know it's um. I'm, I'm I'm really into kind of like how wires go into things. Hey. Like I've got a bit of a fetish, actually. Hey, hey, hey is that a? Hey, I've got a bit of a fetish like that as well. But hey, 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 hang on! Stop trying to distract me. Are you are you plugging in a USB drive into our game breach and trying to uh, download our code to illegally uh, put online? A uh, 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 USB key? What are you talking? I don't even know what that is. It's in your hand, good sir. It's in your hand. I mean, I think I, I think you're trying to. Hey, I think guys, I think he's trying to steal. We got security, security, security. He was of course caught, and after a little chase from security, he was bundled away. Some people on the scene said that they heard him saying things like this. I know people. This is just the tip of the iceberg. You think this is the end of this? I'll kill you all. I am the president of the United Flakes. (laughs) 
if you ever get nicked at a convention, that is the best thing to do in it. Not grass up your mates, but just to go absolutely crazy in it. Ah, I am cheese on toast in its primal form. You want to lick my cheesy bits? <laughs> oh my God, just get out of here, please. <laughs> but yeah, so he actually was shouting out that he knows people. This is just the tip of the iceberg, whatever. So basically, just to paraphrase here, yeah. he's talking a load of bollocks. Well, he's chatting fat chat, but he shouldn't really have said anything. He should have just graciously bowed out because... This is the thing. This is the thing. I want you to remember, May, because that's a very good question, Nick. Because he is affiliated with guys that have nicked other games. I don't know. Maybe he was doing it for confidence. Maybe he was doing it to kind of prove himself. But other people saying that he was basically snitching as he was getting pulled away is quite interesting. And remember, May said something about knowing more. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a squealer to me. And I think this caused some tension between Pecora and the group that, you know, went on to become known as Xbox Underground. I think they wanted to cut him off. And for whatever reason, May seemed to get out of the situation at the convention without any serious repercussions. And I couldn't find out why. I, c- I still can't find out why. Um, but I will leave- think he's a grass. Is well, you're going with this. I'll leave you with this thought, though, in the back of your head, Nick. How would anyone be able to get out of attempted theft of a big game without serious consequences? Mm. May seemed to. After the event in Boston, the Xbox Underground crew started to grow. Nathan LaRue was added to the team and created a whole new revenue stream along the way. Nathan LaRue could print money. Not real money, but digital currency from one of the most popular games in the world at the time, FIFA 12. Now, these coins could be used to get a much better team. And, well, with the team's links, it wasn't long before the Xbox Underground crew were selling FIFA Dosh. These coins are massive, man. Like, I see people talking about them all the time. So Nathan is absolutely smashing this. Could you ima- can you imagine having your finger on the mint for one of the most popular currency- currencies of the time? This, I would say that this was the biggest non-cash currency before Bitcoin. I'll go that I mean, far, bi- you know. Bi- Bitcoin's been knocking around for longer than, like, people. Oh, yeah. Obviously, now it's, yeah. it's very prevalent, isn't yeah. it? But, like... But yeah, I, I would agree in terms of like a, it's almost like a less complicated Bitcoin in that like, you know, to, to actually fully understand Bitcoin, you got to, you got to like do a lot of research and know what you're talking about. Whereas FIFA coins, it's mm. all pretty easy. You know what I mean? So exactly. um, a lot of young people in this country anyway, like school age even were mm-hmm basically fleecing their parents to it's true though <laughs> yeah. fleecing their parents to, to to buy fifa coins so that they could um spend it on ultimate team essentially that's what it is isn't it yeah and the the thing is we, I don't, i'm not the best at explaining it but even if you had like a decent few coins there was a bit of luck involved in it as well wasn't there so yeah. you, you needed packed. to keep spending yeah it's almost like think of it i didn't i don't do ultimate team or really fully understand it so again forgive me if i say something wrong but my belief of, of it is it's a little bit like you remember when you used to collect those stickers as a kid yeah um the football stickers yeah and you you might get a shiny in the yeah, sticker it's just pack. that it's exactly it's that Pure luck you know what i mean so you'll spend you'll you'll spend some fifa coins on like a pack yeah and you'll get like i don't know four really crap players you'll get like one half decent player and then you might get a Cristiano Ronaldo or a Lionel Messi if you've absolutely smashed it, you know? It is just that. That's exactly how it works. So yeah, and obviously it's rigged or designed the algorithm to make sure that you keep coming back for more. Mm. Um, So it wasn't long before they were selling loads of those. May, May, May also hooked up Bakura with a new guy, suspiciously called Xbox Dev Guy. 
I never got to find out who that who this person was. Um, he started to buy pre-release games from them. And he should have been called, in my opinion, Defo not working with the FBI agent guy. <laughs> right. Okay. In 2012, another newer member, Austin AA Monkey Alcala and LaRue hacked into a company called Zombie Studios. It was just your usual hack, you know, they get in, get a few games, mess around until they realized that the server that they got onto was linked to the US Army server. Oh, man. Do you, do you feel like that's like you've like you've like hacked in and then there's this like we're having a great time this is amazing <laughs> we're fucking around and all of a sudden they're like oh shit <laughs> this, this is actually attached to the actual fucking army we need to get the fuck out of here another point in it where you'd think turn off the computer just turn off the computer yeah. unplug it throw it in the yeah. river and move house Take the, uh, take the internet lead out the back of it, you know, exactly. all of that stuff. Exactly. Instead, though, <laughs> no surprise, Nick, on the server, because they went into it, they found a simulator for an AH-64D Apache helicopter that Zombie Studios were creating for the Pentagon, right? So they had a, a simulator for a, a vehicle. This is... I, when I say this to people and they, they, I don't explain this bit, they're like, oh, yeah, it's just a little, uh, you know, simulator. I'm like, no, this is the simulator to help somebody drive... Uh, a vehicle that helps to really it's helping the army do something it's helping them kill people do you know what i mean you don't want people to know how to fly your helicopters mm-hmm. right this ain't the matrix where you can just download and get the information well it's kind of like the matrix isn't it with a nick in the code for a helicopter and download it and learn how to use it but anyway um now even if they weren't going to do anything with the code stealing government secrets is a federal crime with serious consequences if you're caught it's close to espionage If you get caught, you can expect punishment like this or similar. Conviction of the theft of trade secrets under the Economic Espionage Act can result in a fine of up to $250,000 for an individual, up to $5 million for corporations, imprisonment of up to 10 years or both. If the crime is committed for the benefit of any foreign government, instrumentally or agent, the penalties increase to fines of $500,000 up to $10 million for an organisation, imprisonment of up to 15 years or both. Serious jail time, right? It doesn't stop there, though. They also got to have a look around Microsoft servers and started seeing things about this new project. This project was called Project Durango, and after further digging, they found out that this was the specs for the next Xbox. What we know now is that that Xbox is called the Xbox One. But in these specs, called Durango at the time, there was detailed information about what parts were needed to make one. And it turns out after some research, they could buy those parts off the shelf. So the Xbox Underground gang ordered the parts for an unreleased Xbox, sent them to LaRue, and they put it together. They actually put together an Xbox, which nobody had yet, except for a few Microsoft developers. They booted it up and it worked. That is one of the most mental hacks ever, Nick. Insane. They pulled, like, mention that you're, it's exciting. Like we had the next generation of consoles at the end of 2020. That was exciting just seeing them when they're made and they're new. And you know what tech companies are like, Nick, in it, Microsoft stuff. This is serious IP for them, right? This is like, this could make and break the next 10 years of them, like having yeah. having this information out there. Um, 
So they booted it up and it worked. But at the time, it was so early in Xbox One's lifespan that they didn't really know what to do with it. There were no major games ready for it. It could play a few of the current games, but it's also quite pricey as well. So they thought, right, let's sell it off. Listen up closely. They then found a buyer of other Xbox hacks in the Seychelles. And when LaRue got the money for the transaction, May piped up and said, oh, I'll ship it to them. I can get cheap shipping. Remember May, the one who got arrested at PAX Gaming Conference for stealing software? Oh, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> yeah, that guy said that he could get cheap shipping. So May met up with LaRue, got the new Xbox and shipped it. But guess what? The Xbox never arrived at that destination. Shock horror. Mm, this refueled the fire of concern that the FBI was back on the case. I mean, think about it. You've got government army secrets. You've got a stolen new Xbox that's been sold. Members of your group may, get it, may have been compromised. So the plan is how do we wind down whilst causing minimum damage? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How do we not exasperate the situation? So remember that guy called Dylan Wheeler, the guy that hacked into Epic Studios. He's the guy that first had that massive database of information and was like, what if the IT guy just uses the same password? Well, yeah. Dylan decided to do the absolute opposite of minimum damage and instead went for maximum carnage, Nick. This motherfucker put a listing up on eBay for a second Xbox Durango, which they hadn't even made. On eBay! What an arsehole! <laughs> <laughs> So, this, can you imagine that was, on eBay was it in PayPal <laughs> bro he was ready to take PayPal I'll, I'll deliver to you you can come and collect it it's Collection all good only yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> the bids went up to 20k and eBay obviously pulled it uh, and they had no doubt a lot more heat on them so all of the guys started to part ways some fell off the radar or were they taken by the FBI we will discuss that in just a moment um, Pecora went on to sell cheats for other games. Clark went on to keep selling fake money on FIFA. This is where shit starts to go down. LaRue seems to go dark, just disappears. Everybody thinks, right, LaRue is compromised. 
Now remember, LaRue built the Xbox and gave it to May. Who? May. <laughs> who, they, who they thought might be an informant. And the sad story of what happens to LaRue, uh, I'll get to soon. In 2012, the FBI turned up at Sonic's house in New Jersey, though. So Sonic posted the warrant online, because <laughs> you could. And then Wheeler, you know Wheeler, the guy that, you know... <laughs> <laughs> who we know is not yeah. going to keep it calm. Man's right? on eBay. He's a Wheeler dealer, this geezer. You know what I mean? So, so Wheeler the dealer, he goes online and starts talk about, talking about hiring a hitman to kill the judge openly. <laughs> I, pre- I think this might have been on Facebook as well. I can't, I can't confirm this. Are these guys like, they should be on the Jeremy Kyle of hacking <laughs> this lot. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, like the person that walks out after robbing a pharmacy of like, of antiperspirants and the police have got them and they've got the sprays in their hands. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. What are you talking about, officer? Ah, oh, fuck the police, man. What you arresting me? I didn't say anything. I just called you a fucking pig. You can't. Ah, yeah. oh, look at this, man. Um, but yeah, uh, what he also did was he doxed the judge who signed the warrant that meant that Sonic's house could get searched. Doxing someone, Nick, is where you get all their details, put them online, and basically say, yeah, internet, do your worst. Right, okay. So we're talking social security number or national insurance number, bank account details, physical address, place of work, phone number, So it's PayPal a pretty serious account. thing. Yeah, man, it's a really intrusive way to hurt somebody. Uh, you know, because we all have our online profile and you're doing it to a judge as well who may have put other people away. Do you know what I mean? Um, You know that one friend you need not to be on Facebook? (laughs) Wheeler's that guy. Wheeler's that person that you kind of just got to like hope that they don't comment on any of your stuff. Uh, So no surprise in 2013 when they raided Wheeler's home in Australia and took all of his equipment and hard disks, he went quiet, but they didn't arrest him. Remember that. In 2013, an investigator, Edward McAndrew, filed a closed indictment. And that is an official accusation from the government. But because it's closed, it means that they kept it a secret. Because obviously the FBI didn't want the guys to be sure that, you know, people were onto them because they wanted to get everyone before they closed up shop. Anyway, he filed this closed indictment on several counts against Pecora, Sonic and LaRue for the crimes like fraud, uh, using electronic means, identity fraud, conspiracy to steal commercial secrets, and obviously coining all that FIFA money. Now, this case was based on pieces of evidence from an informant called Person. Informant, you know, Xbox Sorry, sorry, sorry. Carry on, carry on. The case was based on evidence from an informant. This informant was called Person May. I mean, <coughs> sorry, Nick, A. And according to many sources, they do think that Person A was Justin May. It's got to be him, man, hasn't it? It's got to be him. This May geezer is shifty as you like. Yeah, man. I know people. Uh, he was also at the same time on trial for stealing millions of dollars and equipment from Cisco and Microsoft. So my theory is, is that he should point sh- out Cisco, the uh, the tech company, and yeah. not the uh, not the singer from Drew Hill who done Thong Song. <laughs> should just point that out. <laughs> Felt like there's a there could be some confusion there. What is what what millions of dollars of equipment would Cisco have? That like, thongs, millions of thongs. thongs and that. Yeah, That's <laughs> what I'm saying the endorsements are still rolling in. You know. Thongs and Got silver dumper hair trucks dye. as well. Dumper trucks, mate. Dumper, dumper trucks. trucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's got dumper trucks fires. full of thongs. <laughs> fires like what? 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 On that dog, let me see that thong. Anyway. Imagine that, man. He's millions of dollars of silver hair dye as well. Contact lenses. 
<laughs> silver clothes. Anyway, the theory, my theory is, is that uh, uh, May was, sh- or sorry, person A was sharing information for leverage. What do you think, Nick, at this stage? Are you with me on this or? or- yeah, this May geezer is a big, big grass, mate. You know what I mean? I feel, yeah. I feel like if I was, if I was the other lot, I'd be like, we're blatantly getting shafted by May over here. hundred percent. Know? Hundred percent. I would have deleted him from the group ages ago. That's what I'm saying. May would have got the eviction. Yeah, May would man. have got the boot. Or we would have created the side group on exactly. WhatsApp and not invited them to. You know that passive aggressive one there in it, where yeah. the new group starts up with a couple of people and then you invite someone else in, invite someone else in. Next thing you know, that's the popping group. Yeah. Eventually, you're like, Yo, do you see what May said in the other group? What a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, you know, that's what it turns into. And like, yeah, what a fucking dick. This guy, he's such an ass. <laughs> Because this was a closed indictment, like I said, Bakora had no ideas that things were all fucking up around him. So he was being cautious, but he was still cracking on with his illegal activities. Alcala, the guy who helped to steal the military helicopter sim, told him that he knew a guy willing to steal the real prototypes of Durango, aka the Xbox One, from Microsoft Campus in Redmond, named Armin. Now, this is true, Nick. The way Armin got access to the Microsoft facilities... Is another funny story within itself. Armand's mum was dating a guy who worked at Microsoft and that guy would come over to Armand's mum's house. Okay, right, fair. I mean, could you imagine them playing FIFA together like, hey man, I absolutely beat your ass a sucker. You're whack. Yeah, this is soccer. This is real football. Where's the, where's the, where's the Patriots and the, and the Giants and the Jets? Uh, whatever, man. I'm going to tell mum that I beat you. Well, if you do that, come here. Come real close. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you do that, yeah, I'm gonna beat your mum tonight <laughs> with this big <laughs> dick. <laughs> That's what she'll be doing later. <laughs> mum said you were just talking and having conversations. I didn't know you was picking up. <laughs> There's no way she can talk with what I'm doing. <laughs> Right, so, anyway, Armin used to see his mum's boyfriend wearing the Microsoft employee badge. So Armin devised this kick-ass plan. He used a badge cloner to make a duplicate of his mum's boyfriend's pass, hooked himself up with some Microsoft-style uniform, and then swiped the card when he got to the front gate of the building. And the card worked. He spent his first year as a self-made intern doing what interns do. He just started walking around the Microsoft offices, getting a free juice, probably getting the free snacks that you get at companies like that. He got so familiar with the place, he thought, you know what, I'm going to apply for a legit job at Microsoft as a quality assurance tester, which sounds, from what I've read, is it he'll be the guy that plays games on the new Xbox before they come out. Yeah, fair. So he learned his way around the building. He found some Durangos knocking around with his card. And after getting away with nicking one for himself... He nicked two more and sent them to Pakora and Alcala. Check this twist in the story though. Armin got the job as the quality assurance tester. <laughs> but then the CCTV came out of someone looking just like him with a bulky rucksack leaving the building at the same time the Durangos got nicked. So before he got a job there, he was sacked. <laughs> Fucking mental. Jesus. Mad, isn't it? 
before you imagine that before you get the job you the shame you've yeah. told everybody you've got a, this shiny new job sacked before you started imagine how smug he was when he was on like you know when they show you around hey over there and he's like is the toilets <laughs> i know that mm. sorry just a little inkling do you know what i mean hey guys wednesday's lasagna night i heard it's delicious <laughs> um so back to pakora pakora got picked up by the feds after crossing the border to canada to pick up a bumper for his car from may of all people Mm. On the way back from picking up this bumper from May, he was stopped by Border Patrol. In April 2014, David agreed a proposed plea bargain to help affect companies to identify and mitigate the vulnerabilities that he and his group had exploited. Cool. So, you know, he's trying to do a bit of good. Pecora, Sonic and LaRue admitted their guilt to the charges and received similar sentences. Pecora and Sonic received 18 months in prison and two years for LaRue. So LaRue got a little bit more. I think because LaRue was doing the money scamming. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but when LaRue went dark after being caught, things actually went from bad to worse. Because LaRue was released on bail. And quick side note, there's a lot of notes from LaRue saying that he, I'm not, jail's not good for anyone. But I feel like LaRue struggled with jail quite a bit. Now, LaRue was released on bail and was living with both parents during the trials, but a couple of months later decided to cut off their police tracker from their foot and run away to Canada. Now, border police then surrounded LaRue on their way to cross the borders, but it was a choice between being nabbed by the police and going to jail or doing something a lot crazier. And LaRue decided they didn't want to go to jail. So LaRue took out a knife and started stabbing themselves in the neck, plunging it into their chest and tummy to the point where they passed out at the scene. Whilst in jail, LaRue came out as transgender and changed their name to Holly. And it seems like they were never the same after jail. They lost their life in a suspected suicide at a motel in California. Back to Wheeler though, this crazy motherfucker, right? This fucker. He left Australia. Still eBaying stuff, by the way, Wheeler. This probably on Twitter just saying, yeah, we get fuck. He, I don't, he just, I don't know. He just sounds like he doesn't give a fuck, right? He left Australia and missed getting arrested, and he flew to the Czech Republic. I think, I think he might be half Czech, uh, but he went to the Czech Republic. And his mum, who drove him to the airport, she ended up doing the eighteen months for him. All his mum did was drive him to the airport. He's an arsehole, you know. Your mum's doing eighteen months for you, bruv. Right? That is mental. The love <laughs> is strong, though. A mother's love is clearly strong. She's willing to go to jail. Fucking hell. I've seen Orange is the New Black, mate. Yeah, you, yeah this is true. This is true. This is true. Uh, anyway, Alcala and Clark, they were caught too. At the time of the arrest, they were making millions of dollars off fake FIFA coins and got done for fraud. Alcala cooperated and Clark died from a lethal mixture of alcohol and medication before his trial ended. Finally, that other motherfucker may... Well... He didn't seem to face quite the right amount of heat for the Xbox scandal, but had his own trial for stealing millions of dollars of equipment from Cisco and Microsoft to deal with. So it's my personal opinion. I'll say again, I think he used the Xbox underground, grassing those guys up for a softer sentence. This, th- th- there's definitely something fishy going on here, isn't there? You know? Yeah. I mean, it may or may not be the case, but I don't know. Nick. I'm staying impartial. <laughs> you know what I mean? See what you did there. And that was that was Xbox Underground, Nick. And I mean, from a bit of tweaking games to bootleg versions of a console that's not even out yet to US Army secrets being stolen and the death of multiple people, that was Xbox Underground. Something I don't think we will ever see again in the gaming industry. And I hope we don't. Really? 
Oh, yeah, maybe I'd love to. No, no, I, wouldn't. no I really don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see it again. <laughs> I mean, with the next generation of consoles, there are a lot. I mean, security is way tighter. Way tighter. I, I get what you're saying, bro, but I just think like people always find a way. Like, yeah, you, you would have thought back in the day, technology was so tight. There's no way people would be able to work this. Mm. Like people, I don't know how they do. Listen, I am nowhere near clever enough. I just talk shite on a podcast and on the radio to, yeah. To, yeah. to know. But people just, there's geniuses out there. And I think no matter what tech or what, you know, security steps kind of get implemented in the future, people just find a way to work around them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe at this point in the early 2010s and, 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 years surrounding that maybe they just weren't maybe they thought gaming's quite nice there might be a little bit of hacky hacky maybe no one thought that anyone would have the gusto to break in and nick a whole console and put it together and put it on ebay but apparently that person existed the fact that you keep saying maybe is uh <laughs> is really is really distracting at the moment <laughs> all right i'll stop doing that but um here's a final quote from david pakora which kind of sums up his general gist and how he felt about this situation as much as i consciously made the decisions i did i never meant for it to get as bad as it did what it turned into it's regrettable it was regrettable indeed but man what a story eh yeah, I, I especially love putting on voices when I read out these quotes. I've got no idea what Pakora sounded like. Um, instead, I just made him sound like he was uh, a Middle England sad sounding guy. It sounds That's like a British cat. version of Donkey from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I could do it in a different voice if you want. Go on, go on. Go on. As much as I consciously made the decisions I did, I never meant for it to get as bad as it did. What it turned into, it's regrettable. And that's a quote from one of the members of royalty who decided to drive over 15 cows in a drunken state. And because of his status uh, within the UK is not going to do any time at all. That's what it's that quote sounded like. That that quote right there could be could relate to anything that could relate to my last relationship. Do you know what that could be? That'd be like, that'd be like if imagine saying it's the three year old, like you're the three year old. So, Nick, did you you stole the chocolate raisins and ate them? I can see the chocolate on your mouth. You can relate it to anything, this statement. This is vague as you like. You know? Like like oh I've 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 just been found out for, for cheating on my girlfriend numerous times. She confronts me. She's found out that I've slept with fifty other girls. As much as I consciously made the decisions I did, I never meant for it to get as bad as it did. What it turned into, it's regrettable. <laughs> We're going to nick that. We're going to use that forever and ever, innit? This is the vaguest statement ever. <laughs> this podcast is presented by Marcus Bronzy and me, Nick Bright, also produced by Marcus Bronzy, edited by Marcus Bronzy and James Sloan. Boom. Thank you very much for killing time. So actually, before we get out of here, Nick, where should we find you online? Instagram. It's just Nick Bright, my name. Yeah. I'm on TikTok, you know, Marcus Bronzy. Come over there, man. I'm having fun. I'm, I'm going to try and get Nick all the time now. I'm trying to get I'm Nick seeing on TikTok. you like, yeah. swipe up for more or or, or follow for more. Yeah. That's what, how Marcus ends every, every TikTok. <laughs> He's going into like, if you want your lights to look like this, this is what you need to do. Blah, 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 blah. Follow for more. Mate, I put one up on TikTok about an unpoppable tyre, right? From Michelin. 
it is kicking off in the comments people are like this cannot exist brah, brah, brah. and other people are like this is fantastic but yeah man i, I love it how TikTok. marcus is basically on middle-aged tiktok it's like <laughs> it's like you've got all these kids out there doing like mad dances and all that shit you know what i mean all the like young stuff and then marcus is all on here like middle-aged geezers going this tire cannot be real what is this <laughs> in my day <laughs> yeah man alright anyway look this episode's over we'll be in your ears real soon thank you for killing some time with us bless even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.